In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. I remember once when I was on vacation at Lake Como in northern Italy, and on the night of the 4th of July, there was a tremendous display of fireworks over the lake, with cannons firing and bands playing, and people dancing in the street. And I thought how wonderful it was that Italians would celebrate the 4th of July with such festivity. Well, it turned out the Italians were not celebrating the birth of America, but rather commemorating a local battle which took place in the Middle Ages. It was a lesson in the importance of historical perspective and also in the perseverance of historical memory. Last night, the church commemorated a far more ancient and far more important battle, the victory of life and love over sin and death. As we sing in the beautiful Easter sequence, death and life have contended in that combat stupendous. Whenever I hear those words, I am reminded of the Eastern icon, which shows the ruined pillars and gates of hell as Jesus takes Adam and Eve by the hand and leads them out of the tomb. That victory was made possible because our Lord Jesus was both true God and true man. As a man, he died, but as God, he conquered death for all humanity. St. Augustine writes that the Lord, as man, suffered himself to be taken, for he would not have been taken at all unless he had been a man, or smitten unless he had been a man, or crucified unless he had been a man, or have died unless he had been a man. As a human being, therefore, he attained unto all those sufferings which would have had nothing to do with him unless he had been a human being. But if he had not been a human being, humanity would not have been redeemed in him. And the Lord, as a human being, attained to thoughts that are very deep and very secret, showing the humanity to the eyes of men and keeping the Godhead within, veiling the form of God concerning which he was equal to the Father, and manifesting the form of a servant, concerning which he is inferior to the Father. And therefore, as the great English priest and theologian, Monsignor Ronald Knox notes, our Lord Jesus Christ went to his death voluntarily. He chose it for his destiny. Deliberately, he allowed himself to fall into the hands of his enemies, yet through no weariness of life. Deliberately, he allowed them to misjudge and condemn him, yet through no sentiment of pride or obstinacy. Deliberately, he yielded up his spirit into his Father's hands, with full consciousness and before the hour when physical death might be expected to supervene. In three days, he had told his persecutors that mortal body which they had labored to demolish, would be built anew, a temple not made with hands, sublimated alive forevermore. And on the third day, he left his tomb empty. With that action, he broke the spell that had changed humanity so long. Immediately after his death, his followers began to spread through the world, living a life of self-discipline and, where need arose, of heroic self-sacrifice in the certain hope that they too would be counted worthy of his resurrection, 
which they had seen and handled in his flesh. He did not simply convince men that he had risen. He convinced them that they too would arise. That change of the body from a passable to a glorious state, which they admired as a portent in him, they looked forward to as a common experience for themselves. Did they but become, through faith and through the mystery of the Holy Eucharist, incorporated with him? He died that he might institute such means of grace. He died that he might obliterate the curse of sin under which our race labored. He died that he might encourage us to follow heroically in his footsteps. He died that we might learn how intimate a place suffering has in the economy of our existence here. He died also that he might assume for our sakes while he was yet on earth, that resurrected body, whose true home and medium of activity is elsewhere, that we should see with our own eyes and touch with our own hands the word of life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.